Shooters Connection offers products for competition shooters by competition shooters. With over 80 years of combined competition shooting experience, Shooters Connection is staffed by master and grandmaster shooters who live the shooting sports every day. Every day. We offer same-day shipping. Shooters Connection also sponsors over 100 of your matches every single year. So when it comes to finding everything you need to compete as a beginner or a seasoned grandmaster, Shooters Connection is the only name you need to know. Online at ShootersConnectionStore.com. Rusty here, but back at it. Back at it. The hit factor. Man, it has been. I don't even remember if the last one, if we dropped one between Christmas and New Year's. I know that wasn't the last one our uh, USPSA Santa episode. I know we got a lot of kicks out of out of USPSA Santa. Yeah, because this is the first episode that I have used my new headgear. Ooh, look at that! Mm. Sony mm. headphones. That is like professional studio quality. Now Jeff's ears aren't squeaking like a raccoon in his attic. Mm-hmm. They're nice. These are cozy. I could probably record for. Two or three hours. Oh man, let's do it. We, <laughs> coming to you soon is a three-hour hit factor podcast every week. I would do it. I would do a marathon, dude. That would be so fun. Just <laughs> sit down with a freaking family pack of Oreos and a bottle of bourbon, <laughs> and just which Oreos would you if if you had to do it for a three-hour? Like, would you just do the traditional, or would you be like chocolate double stuffed? mint yeah they'd just be classics just classics for sure i mean i might have like a small pack of specialties you know maybe the uh oh like the apple cider donut ones or the hazelnut ones oh apple cider donut is an option in oreos yeah those are solid dude it's like apple pie Oreos are not supposed to taste like apple pie. Apple pie is supposed to taste like apple pie. Oreos can taste like whatever the hell they want to taste like, all right? No. They're good. They're good. No. Wrong. (laughs) Traditional Oreos don't... the The only ones that are a possible substitute, and this is this is only every once in a while, are the thin ones that have mint icing in the middle. Those are the only uh, extra option that is worthwhile. Yeah, you're weird. You like mint stuff. Okay, I, mean, I, gotta, I know there's like a whole group of people that like mint stuff, but I don't associate with them normally. You don't like like Girl Scout Thin Mint cookies? I guess those are okay. Not the these, ones that's I what choose. These, the thin Oreos with the mint taste like thin mint cookies. Yeah. But then you you could just have like a thin Oreo, like a thin classic Oreo. Well, the I mean, if you're gonna go thin, you might as well go with the mint. Have you um, had the so thin are you like, like a coconut ones? Have you had those? No, no, no. <laughs> you seem offended. <laughs> what, what? Yeah, I am offended. Like, because sometimes you go in the store and you just want a a thing of Oreos, and all you can get are all these crappy Jeff Cawthon bussing Oreos. And he's like pouring Cap Crunch syrup over it. I did. When I was uh, on Instagram, I had this one dude that I followed specifically for his snack reviews. 
because he would, <laughs> he would he would eat so many different types of Oreos and Pop Tarts and just all kinds of cookies and stuff and like do reviews on it. Except he was like a very animated person and you know he would like freak out if it was amazing. So I loved it. Yeah, me and my wife would watch them together. We'd be like, oh yeah, there's a new Oreo review. <laughs> Oh my gosh. How many did you go out and buy based on this guy's reviews? A few, for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, he said this one was dope. Let's get it. <laughs> wow. I I don't know why that surprises me. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. At all. I don't know. I really don't know. I can't I can't answer why that surprises me in any way. But Yeah. Okay. I mean, Okay, I gotta ask though. Like, do you just eat your Oreos dry? Uh, no, not not generally. There's usually some milk involved. Like, are you, so? Are you like just like a single like you like finger like dunk it or like you like drop it in? Oh, I like hold it in there. Like you hold the edge of the cookie so you can get as much of it in the milk as you can. Oh, okay. come on, no. And then you let it soak for I don't know five seconds. And you just pop oh, the whole thing. Oh, that's not long enough. That's it's long enough because it's it's like kind of mushy and it's still got a little bit of crunch to it. It's pretty good. Uh, have you gone on the frozen Oreo? Uh, no, I haven't tried. You've, you've told yet? me to, but I don't think I have. Oh, well, I mean, I ate those ones that you froze in uh, Alabama that one year. So I've had them. Because you bought the Oreos and put them in the freezer and I ate them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I I I dropped the whole thing. You got to drop the whole Oreo. Well, I don't know about all of your specialty Oreos because all of that nonsense is nonsense. But in a classic traditional Oreo, you need to freeze them. One, freeze them because they're better frozen, and then you drop the whole thing in a glass of milk, and you use a fork to hold it under the water so that it all uniformly soaks up milk the same all the way around. What's the point of freezing it if if you're just gonna make it mushy in the milk? And the milk it, it doesn't. Well, it doesn't make it. It's like the inside, the center part's still frozen. Oh, okay. So you just get like a little bit more chewiness to it. Uh, I, I, you know, I really can't explain. It's like, would you rather drink? I would you rather eat ice cream that's thawed out, or would you rather eat ice cream that's frozen? I, I, I really don't. I don't know how else to explain it. I think that's different, but okay. Would you rather have like soft serve ice cream or ice cream that's like frozen, like like properly frozen? Yeah, probably more frozen ice cream. Like, see, like I, I can't really explain what the difference is. I just know there's a difference. I'm sure it's a texture difference since nothing else changes. <coughs> well, temperature, texture, and temperature. If you take a steak, you take a tenderloin because I just I just actually fried some tenderloin. If you take a tenderloin and you ha- eat it, you cook it, and then you eat it while it's hot, or you eat it at room temperature or cold, but it's, mm. everything else is exactly the same. Is there a difference? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like you yeah. take apple pie and you eat it at room temperature. You warm it up a little bit. Usually warmed up a little bit. It's a little bit better. I can't tell you why, but it just is. Yeah. 
yeah, there you go. I feel like we could go round and round in this because I feel like those are terrible analogies. But how is that a terrible? An- that's like a one for one analogy. That's a perfect analogy. Oh well, you bake an apple pie, so like it it has to get hot to cook. So you you would assume that it being hot would be the best point to eat it. Same with a steak, right? Or a tenderloin, whatever. It, like I mean, you it. bake cookies, but they don't stay. Yeah, like but you never baked. eat. But you never eat a warm Oreo, and then you're freezing it. Why like, not? I'm not saying ha- it's bad. You not- I just think there are bad Why comparisons. Well, I I'm, have I'm just it. making that you've put a cookie in a like a toaster and a Oreo in a toaster. No, I've never had a warm Oreo. See, maybe it's maybe cold. that's the next step is to do some warm Oreos. All I'm saying is that for some reason. Within our brains, temperature affects how we experience our food. Oh, yeah. Usually for the positive or the negative. I got you. I got you. That's, I mean, I get the cold the... Oreo. Like, I get the cold Oreo. It's the cold Oreo submerged in milk. That doesn't make quite as but much sense. It, it still can be frozen and absorb the milk. Can it? Like it's still porous. Just because it's frozen doesn't mean it stops being porous. Alright, I'm just gonna have to try it. I'll just have to try that. That whole thing. Yeah. You need to try it. I got my wife some Oreos for Christmas, so I'll eat those. You they're still around? That's yeah. Been like well, three weeks. Yeah, those are gone, but there's some more. There's some smaller snack packs. I bought a I bought a family pack of Oreos today because I went grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. They usually last family me quite pack. a while, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't actually family like the, the problem with the family pack is for me because I only eat like two at a time because I have yeah. self control. <laughs> um, Must be nice. I know Jeff eats like a row or a row and a half at a time <laughs> if he's eating them, um, but. The problem is, like, if you get the family pack and you don't eat them really quickly, they will get kind of stale, <coughs> even if you keep them in the the freezer. That is one thing. The freezer makes them last a bit longer, but they'll get just a little bit stale, and they're just not quite as good when they're fresh. So the, fa- the, the family pack is usually not the way to go, but uh, it was, like, on an end cap, and it, it mm-hmm. got me, you know? Like, the end caps, they kind of put that stuff that yeah. gets you. And I saw it. I was like, I I am low on Oreos, so I'm gonna go ahead and buy it because the ones I have now are currently a little stale. And I was like, I could go to the aisle with the cookies and I could look for them, or I could just take these. And so I just took those. I would bet that you are in the minority of people that struggle with letting their Oreos get stale. Honestly, that's that's a possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. I think it is highly likely. I I mean, I try to at least be somewhat conscious of the food that I eat. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's so healthy. That's about, all, that's about all I'll say about my diet. I try to be somewhat conscious somewhat of conscious. the food that I eat. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Are you drinking anything good tonight? Uh, water. I have, I already had, I had a pour of poor man's pappy 
okay. while I was making dinner. And then I had also, I added to that, uh, I mean, after I finished that, I had another pour of Alberta Premium, which is a uh, barrel-proof rye. Oh, it's actually mm-hmm. a really good rye. Um, and then I just have water now. So, mm. <coughs> half ad. Gotcha. You've been smoking? You're coughing a little bit. Man, dude, before kids, never yeah. got sick. Like, yeah. freaking never got sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, I, I work in a shop by myself, so I'm not around people uh, real often. And I have kids, and they go to daycare, and they're disgusting, and they're nasty creatures. And my wife is in is a nurse practitioner. She's around sick people all the time, so she's already exposed to stuff. So she doesn't get this stuff, but every little thing that the kids get, I get now. And so somewhere around Christmas time, uh, Cora, my little girl, just got some little virus, just like upper respiratory. All she had basically was like a runny nose. She just had a bunch of snot and mucus, runny nose. She never ran fever, never nothing. Uh, And I don't know, a a day before a couple. A day before New Year's, probably. Like, I kind of was like, oh, I'm starting to feel a little bit. Maybe I'm going to catch what she got. And, like, I woke up with a fever one night, but it was only one night. It was never during the day. So, it was probably, like, 12 hours worth of fever, maybe. And Mm -hmm. then just had congestion. And we went – we were in the mountains for a week skiing and kind of had that. I was dealing with it there. And then we get back, and I'm thinking, okay, I've had it for – a week now it should be gone and we're back and uh i worked out it was kind of getting better and then i worked out kind of hard uh last wednesday and well i also got like no sleep that night i had a little bit of insomnia uh so i didn't sleep and it worked out and then it just got worse for like two or three days mm-hmm. like okay i better stop working out <clears throat> that was maybe not yeah. i just need to sleep because i was exhausted and now I'm just on the tail end of it where if I talk a lot, I kind of cough a little bit. Um, it's been, just been really annoying. Like, I don't feel bad, really, other than I, I was tired for a while, but that was kind of, that was more, I think it was more lack of sleep than being sick. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's just been annoying, just a bunch of, like, mucus production. Uh, I got you. So, I don't know. I'm weak now. Like, I used to not get sick, and apparently every little thing gets me down. I'm getting old. Um, you know, I probably need to start planning retirement pretty soon. You probably should. You need to yeah. uh, sell at least, you know, like two more guns, and you can probably call it good. Yeah, I'll finish the one I'm on, and then maybe maybe do one more after that and call, that, yeah. call it quits. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I had a cough there for a couple of days because I smoked a whole bunch of cigarettes the other night, but we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. We're good now. Oh, man. So uh, I posted up at the Discord here if there was anything we needed to discuss. Jeremy was very upset that the board seems to keep giving us topics to discuss. It would be really nice if they just didn't. If they were just like if there was nothing we could discuss <laughs> about the organization. Um, so we yeah, might like I'm, yep. we might skip those topics. You know? I mean we don't want people to think that we're like doom and gloom people. Right. 
I mean, like, look, we can, we can just, I like, I can't even get into like all the stuff because it's just like all the stuff that they've added. It's like, who came up with this stuff? Like, who was actually asking for this stuff? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know, I know that manufacturers are probably asking for a limited optics, but I don't think we need a, I don't think we need to create a new division. We might need to find a way for it to fit into current like carry optics division since it's mm. the exact same division uh maybe maybe that would be a smarter smarter deal but yeah and that doesn't really make sense either because you'll hear people that work for manufacturers say over and over again that uspsa is a insignificant amount of their sales right yeah yeah, I, I mean, mean that's, that's what, what uh, that's what you hear. That's what our that's what our favorite uh, employee of of former former member of the podcast. I don't know if he's former or on sabbatical. I'm really not sure. We'll just call him former for right now. He's just the not doors here, open, all right? He's not here. Uh, that that is has been his stance uh, on on it. Um, I don't know. I really don't. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just sick of all, like, I'm just like sick of it. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I hear you. I hear you. So, uh, Puerto Rico, Jeremy pulled out. He's the a Caribbean Open. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to, Jeremy's I had to pull going. out uh it's i'm i'm pretty bummed um but my wife's work situation basically got to a point that it was fairly untenable anymore she's a nurse practitioner uh she has a uh person that she works for that is a whole lot of uh do what i say do as i say not as i do uh and then gets mad at her because you don't have to throw them under the bus i'm not throwing anybody under the bus my goodness, um, just like, yeah, these people, they just, they just suck. Uh, but, it, I mean, it kind of just got to a point where, like, she's put up with it for a long, long time. Um, and been one of their best employees for a long time. And, and they just, they, she gets punished by doing her job well, rather than, uh, than getting rewarded for it. And that's a thing. That's a thing that happens a lot of places. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you're like you get along with people and like you do mm-hmm. your job well and it's like okay, rather than reward you, we're just we're just going to jerk you around cuz other people can't get along with other people and they can't do their job well. And so yep. you're going to have to fill up, you're going to have to take up the slack for them. And yep. And so we're at a point where she need, she needed to to resign from that job. Uh and so, I mean, she's, you know, she didn't just like walk off the job, but she's, she's resigned her contract. It was like a 90 day, 90 day notice or something like that. Um, yeah. And yeah. so she doesn't, she doesn't have a job yet uh, for when that's done. Um, I'm not worried about her getting a job. She has, she's had, she has people that are interested in her, um, but not knowing all of that and Puerto Rico is as of 
the recording this is like two weeks away. That was that was a lot of money for that trip uh, that mm-hmm. we could might buy a few eggs. Um, should she have a a gap in her employment? Right. Yeah. So for sure, is just a just try so, to, trying to be smart. Yeah, a fairly decent. I mean, not fantastic, but a fairly decent reason to pull out. Yeah, and luckily, like I, I'm not worried about uh, it long term. I don't really think it's going to affect my shooting season going forward, uh, much past this, or at least much past March or April. Um, so that's at least good. Like I, I don't think long term. I think I should be able to shoot, kind of what I was originally anticipating shooting. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, my wife is way more bummed than me because. She was really looking mm-hmm. forward to going to Puerto Rico in February. Mm-hmm. Um, it was going to basically, 2023 is our 15-year anniversary. Uh, so that we were, it was going to be basically our anniversary trip. We were just going to do it in Puerto Rico. Um, mm-hmm. And so we'll have to find something else to do for that. But that was partly why it was expensive, because we were spending more time staying in a little bit nicer place. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. And I don't think she'd be real happy with me just like slumming it with Jeff and going out there. I don't think she'd quite go for but that. But did you run it by her? Uh, I I have it. Um, Do you I want me not. to run it by her? You can. Right. Yes, I could, I could yes. run it by her. You could just yeah. You could uh, shack up with John Luke and I. Yeah, uh, I'll give you her number, um, and you can text her, and see see how that goes. Okay, I do that. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a go. Yeah, might as well. Give it a go. <laughs> but I am still going. Uh, John Luke and I are still going. Should be fun. Should be an adventure. Um, I wanted to put the feeler out there. If anybody is a local there or or knows the place well, and wants to like take us around to some cool stuff i'd be down for that so jeff wants a free tour guide as what yeah, he wants exactly yeah someone that just wants to hang out and, and drive us around and yeah i think that'd be fun but jeff, jeff doesn't want to see like the cool parts of the island he wants to see more of like the back alley stuff like something that he could have like a a unique experience with I mean, I'm not saying I don't want to see the cool parts, but I would be down for like some some interesting stuff. The seedy underside part of the island. Sure. I mean, I just yeah. All that. I would just be down for uh, for exploring. I like to explore. So anyway, it's out there. If you want to hit me up, that would be cool. If not, I'm sure. We can do some exploring on our own. Fine with that as well. But it's not a huge island. Should be able to find stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too worried about it. I think it'd be fun. Be yeah, good. it's supposed to be one of the funnest matches of the year. Nice. I have been dry firing for like three days now. That's good. And I went to the range and I shot some. It was pretty um like it wasn't bad. Like the shooting wasn't bad, right? But 
the hands are really soft. Like, okay, like yeah, like you said, you shot eighty rounds and your hands were done. Like, I, I don't yeah. actually comprehend that. Right. So they weren't done. Like I couldn't shoot anymore. Done. But they were done. Like if I keep shooting, dry fire is going to be really painful for the next few days. And I didn't want that to be the case. I wanted to be able to keep like training without getting a an injury that was going to make training difficult for me. Like so. because it was tearing the skin on your hands? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, it was starting to. I've actually got aggressive? a little callus. I've actually got a little callus now. Yeah, dude. They are real aggressive. Wow. The, the Kensite shark skins. They're rough, real rough. I don't, I don't like grips that are that aggressive. I do when my hands are calloused, because it bites into the callus really good, and like it doesn't hurt at all. Yeah. But before you get that callus, it's it's painful, and like there was some blood starting to come through in one spot. So I was like, okay, let's let's wrap it up and just hit dry fire for the rest of the week and get some callus built up. That's a that's a big thing for me is like that I've kind of uh, come to pay more attention to in the last couple of years is not doing something that's going to hinder my training or make training more difficult, right? So like I'll just give the example of my roommate in college was a cyclist and he would he would avoid things like playing ultimate frisbee or flag football or yeah. Anything that he thought might give him an injury, right? Because he didn't yep. want to hinder his training, even if he wanted to do it real bad. So I kind of have a similar approach. It's like I'm not, like I'm not going to shoot until my hands are just covered in blood, because then I won't be able to train for a week because it'll be too painful. Um, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So that's that was why I stopped shooting on whatever day that was. Friday. That makes sense. Yeah. You shooting so, major? You shooting 40? Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to piece together the, the rock island, so we're shooting 40. Oh. That should be good. What are they doing yeah. for... I guess it's just... Uh, you have the Ipsic Magwell? You have to have an Ipsic Magwell, right? So the only rule that I have seen is that it has to be behind the hips. Like your mags oh, okay. and, um, have to be behind the hips, and that's it. Oh, okay. Um, so they're allowing I'll, USPSA magwells in. I think so. I'm gonna double check, but when the screenshot that I saw of the rules, it was like that was the only rule. Was that oh, okay. your mags and gun had to be behind the hips? Yeah. I would check. I mean, you check that soon because you only got like two weeks to. Yeah. I mean, I've got, if you need to. I've got a Magwell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, so that's what we're doing. We're dry firing probably every day until Puerto Rico just to try to get a little more comfortable. Only thing I'm super worried about is reloads. They're because I stopped last season shooting production and yeah, it's just a bit the, uh, Single stack mags sit closer to the body. Yeah. And and it seems like they're closer together. So it's I'm just not used to it. 
it's the same configuration that I left when I stopped mm-hmm. shooting single stack, but it seems more difficult coming back to it. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. So I'm a little worried about that, but not terribly. And I don't really expect to do super well anyway. So I just don't want to look. Yeah, like this idiot. is a that's all. This is not a high performance match. Yeah. Uh, being exactly. that it's in February, and yeah, it should supposedly just be fun. Honestly, like if you screw up, it's something to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was going to be my approach. Like if if I was if I had been going, I would have. Probably got two or three live fire sessions in and yeah, dry fired, you know, five, 10 minutes most days just so that I don't throw the gun on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise that's probably about all I would have done. Yeah. And then I'm trying to figure out what to do after this match. Cause it's oh, a little, like, for, uh, like your training going forward. Yeah. Well, it's a little early to just like nationals is in October. So yeah, it's a, it's a little early to start training. Yeah, I still have a lot to figure out because I don't like I have a little bit of a a fire right now. Like I want to train. Yep. Um, but it's a little early, and I'm still kind of on the fence on how hard I want to train. Like how how involved I want to be. Right. Are you gonna shoot Ipsic? nationals this year i don't know i hadn't hadn't thought about it are you gonna try to qualify for the 2025 world shoot i mean that would be cool wait is, is it in florida ipsic nationals will almost I, I haven't i don't think it's been announced but i'm almost guaranteed the ipsic nationals will be in frostproof yeah like that's not a, like i that's not announced but I'm just that is my assumption that it will be in frostproof. Mm-hmm. Do you know, like is it generally in the summer, like midsummer? Or? Uh, typically in the past, yeah, it's kind of been like July-ish. Just kind of they kind of put it in a time to kind of avoid other big matches. Yeah, uh, so it can be kind of. I mean, in Florida in July it can be a little bit miserable. Um, yeah, but. It is what it is. No, that would be cool because I would like to qualify. That would be that would be a good like long term, big picture goal to go to the world shoot. Yeah, I mean it is that is a cool experience, and I have no idea what they're gonna do as far as support for the teams uh, going forward or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that yeah. It, it is it is kind of cool. Um, to at least I mean have it on your resume when you're when it's all said and done. Hey, I got to shoot for the US team. Um it was kind of yeah, that would be cool. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That that sounds cool when you when you hear it said. Yeah. And I mean you get to I mean it gives you an excuse to go visit South Africa, which is right. like there's places where I kind of wish it had been chosen over South Africa. Yeah. Um but at the same time, like South Africa could be pretty cool. Uh, how often, like, why else would you ever go to South Africa? Right. Probably wouldn't, probably would never just go there. Um, Dude, so one of the kids that I kind of grew up with around here, mm-hmm. 
his dad is from South Africa. Okay. And they're like probably some of the most redneck people that I know. <laughs> and his dad would tell these crazy stories about what they did as kids in South Africa. Yeah. Because, I mean, we did some stupid stuff here. We'd be like, I think how this came about is we had just had a BB gun war and we just oh, been geez. running around shooting each other. And then he was like, and you know, this very well could have been one of those one up stories, but the man is not a big talker. Like he's not one of those guys that just tries to warn up everybody. So I tend to believe uh-huh. him more. Yeah. And he said they used to go out in the woods and shoot each other with 22s. Just have like 22 wars. And I was like, what the hell? You savages. <laughs> yeah, this wow. is also the guy that like, because we used to build Jeeps and stuff back in the day. And uh-huh. they they had some homebrew Jeeps. Like they put this, like a Chevy 350 in their Jeep Wrangler. And he oh, had geez. he had homemade headers for it. Which were like, oh. I mean, it looked like you pulled them straight out of Mad Max, dude. They were like <laughs> coming straight off the manifold and then just like 90 degree turns and straight back. It, yeah. Wow. Yeah. They like homemade these headers and put them in this Jeep. It was, it was a gnarly Jeep. It was pretty That's funny. awesome. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Anyway, he's from South Africa. So reminded me of that. Yeah, I've got a I've got a friend that's from South Africa, and she said uh, she will totally fly back with us and uh, be our tour guide while we're there. Oh, that'd be cool. So I was like, okay, yeah. So that's probably I haven't totally decided if I'm going to try to try to qualify for it. Uh, it's going to mean a bigger commitment to training uh, to to have a legit shot at it. Um, I need to perform better than I have last couple of years for sure. Um, but, but it'd be, be fun. Be good. Kind of a good goal. Yeah. Good goal to put I, out there. Have you thought much about this year training wise? Like how, how um, much, not a whole cause... lot other than, other than kind of like, I mean, I kind of know what my round, like, kind of what I kind of where I want my round count to look like, mm-hmm. which is hopefully a little bit more than than the last couple of years. Um, but really, only because the last couple of years seasons have been cut short, have been pretty short seasons for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this season will be longer, so it'll be about the same the same volume that I was shooting this year, just for a more extended time. Um, yeah. Not a ton of matches. It's just, it's just hard to, hard to get to matches. So I, I haven't decided which matches I will go to yet. But if I am, if I'm going to qualify for the world shoot, then I, that requires me to go to Ipswich nationals and iron sight nationals or look, what is it? Is it Iron Sight? I can't remember how they have it, but Nationals in Ohio. Uh, it'll mm. require me to go to that. Um, so then basically my season will revolve around what matches can I 
shoot around those to prepare me best for those two matches. Yeah. That that's hmm. kind of that's about as far as I've I've thought um right. into it. So you don't have uh like a bullet caster anymore, right? Nope. Nope. John Luke uh came and got my buddies. He bought my buddies uh bullet casting equipment, so he's 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 got all that stuff now. Um I've got a f- I've got a few bullets here uh that I cast up last year and didn't shoot. Um so I've got I don't know 7 or 8,000 40 40 cow bullets. Mhm. Yeah, maybe 10, maybe 10,000, uh, mm-hmm. 40 cal bullets cast up. And then I've got like eight or 9,009 mm-hmm. loaded, uh, of am- ammo that's like loaded up. And I'd loaded oh, that nice. like years ago, uh, and then ended up not shooting a bunch that I had loaded it, preloaded it for a year and then ended up the way stuff worked out. I didn't shoot any nine millimeter that year and kind of haven't um shot much since then and so i've just kind of had a bunch of nine sitting and waiting uh, right right for me to shoot so Mm. but yeah i will be just buying um bullets from rubens reloading in the future you've already you've already decided on a distributor that was my question is like it's been a while since you bought bullets it's like, what I've, ne- I've, I've basically never bought bullets. I mean, right. like when I very, very first started, like I, I bought some, like I was buying some Missouri bullets, which I don't mm-hmm. know if they're still around, but this is, yeah, these were like are. cast, these are like cast and lubed bullets. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was buying those before I met my friend Jim, that guy that had these casting machines that, uh, John Luke bought and, and then I was buying, I bought from him for about a year and then I just started casting. I would come cast and he would pay me in bullets. And so I've pay basically only ever shot bullets that I've cast. Like 90, probably 6% of my shooting of bullets I've shot through my guns to compete in have been bullets that uh-huh. I've cast personally. Yeah. Well, that'll be exciting. So it'll be nice to not have to go cast them, like to just buy them. Yeah. Um, that'll be kind of nice. Um, but it, you know, that Jim offered to sell me all of that stuff, all the equipment. Um, my shop's really not quite big enough to, to store it or to, to really set it all up to run it. And for the volume that I'm shooting it, now it just wasn't it wasn't worth it to me to yeah to try and keep that is it it's just time wise it's just better for me to just go ahead and just buy them okay Um, and so then i can buy john luke has all the molds like so the the like the 40 cal which is like 188 grain um yeah it feeds really well it casts absolutely awesome like like the casting part of it is fantastic. It feeds well in, in my guns at least. Um, so I'll probably keep using that bullet. So I won't really have to change bullets. Only thing will be different is John Luke has a, a different coating. And I think mm-hmm. his coating is probably better than what we were, what we've been using. Uh, 
And so, because we were just using the, um, oh gosh. Uh, uh, high tech. Yeah, the high tech coating is what yeah. we were using. Um, and so, his is supposed to be better. I haven't, I haven't messed with it, but I, I look forward to kind of trying it and should be good. Yeah, I shot some the other day because I bought some from from yeah. Ribbons. Um, they they seem good so far. I don't I don't have anything complaints. Don't have any complaints so far. I've only shot blue yeah, bullets I... for for years. I was like, I tried so many bullets back in the day. I tried mm-hmm. everybody's bullets, um, and pretty much everybody's using high tech, which I don't like. So even when when Ruben started his company or John Luke, um, I didn't <laughs> I didn't buy any from him. I was like, I already know I don't like high tech coating, so I'm I'm not gonna buy any of these bullets. Um, but now he's got a proprietary or a different coating going, so giving him a go. No complaints so far. I haven't compared them to anything necessarily, and again, I've only shot eighty rounds, but so far so good. Yeah. Yeah, the high tech deal doesn't really bother me too much. Um, I didn't shoot tight group. I mean, I did shoot tight group long ago, but yeah, even then it didn't. Even then, like it was mostly like, okay, I use tight group for practice and find something that burns a little cleaner, <coughs> smokes a little less for matches, especially if you're shooting in Florida. Otherwise, mm, yeah, you kind of kind of work around it, and it the high tech deal didn't bother me at all, but. Um, yeah. Some people are super finicky about that stuff, and I, I'm not. I just want something that works. I'm kind of finicky about it. Yeah, but, that sounds sounds about right. Yeah, I know. Um, quick shout out here, not shout out. Shooters Connection, which is to the sponsor of today's episode. Thank you, Shooters uh, Connection. Thank you, Shooters Connection. Shooters Connection sponsors a ton of matches every year for the shooting sports. And uh, they're run by competitive shooters. They're doing same-day shipping if you order within a reasonable time during the day. And the highlight item that I have pulled up here on my screen, which I just pulled up their website, and I was like, what could I highlight today? Mm -hmm. Is, in fact, the DWX. Oh, nice. Dan Weston, DWX, one unit available as of right now. Better get on it. It's going to go quick. Nine millimeter. 40's not out, right? I don't know if they're making it in 40. Oh, okay. Well, it probably doesn't make sense to at this point. (coughs) Uh, Yeah, not a a ton. Um, I, I don't, yeah, I just don't know if they are. Uh, Anyway, they got so, this this Dan Wesson here. It's got this nice uh, DWX. What do you call that? Is that a target crown? What it's like recessed? The crown is. Oh yeah, just a it's just a recessed crown. Yeah, a recessed crown. That looks pretty sick. Because the, the barrel's like flush with the end of the slide, and then it's like a recessed yeah. cut. Very yeah. cool looking. Very aesthetic. Yeah, I'd love to shoot one of those guns. Uh, and I'd love to tear into one and kind of see what they've done with it. It'd be kind of yeah. fun. Tell you what, you can buy one. You can tear into it for me, and then uh, and then you can engrave it. You can put like your name on it, 
be like, yes, yeah. I, yes, I, I proved this gun, and then I will shoot it in your honor. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate that. That is, yeah. that's probably one of the better offers I've had today. So <laughs> today, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I, I would actually, it would be fun, like if we could do gun reviews, like if if like we could, but like I neither of us can like afford to just go out and buy like we don't have i mean jeff might can jeff's got the patreon money and the discord money he might could put that towards buying guns for reviews um but not a bad idea not a bad idea honestly uh we could do that kind of it wouldn't be, be very it'd often kind of cool it'd be like a gun right. every 18 months maybe yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, like if we if we reviewed it and then sold it, didn't keep it. Yeah, yeah. Then you could yeah. then you could uh, probably turn it around a probably yeah. turn it around a little bit quicker than that. Or we could auction it. We could auction it off. Yeah, yeah. That's Jeff a could like good train idea, with it honestly. for today. Like he could have a training session and then he could leave his like pro grip yeah. on it, and people would Ooh. probably pay extra for that. Right, yeah. Leave some dead skin on there. Yeah. So we could buy it with with the podcast money. And then I could come to your house and we could review it. Yeah. And then we could auction it off. That would be fun. Yeah. I'm down. Good idea, Jeremy. Let's do it. Let's what what gun do you guys wanna if we do this, what gun do you guys want us to review? Uh, Canic has a new all steel Canic after they Jeff do? like yeah what yeah they came out with an all metal Canic what's it called I don't uh I'd have to look up Mills's Instagram it's not the rival right hold on I I'll had no it. idea I've been disconnected from the media's. Is this public knowledge, or are you sharing a secret? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's out there. I don't, I don't see anything. I swear, you just shared a mechanic secret. Pictures of it. I'm trying to find the actual... They have pictures of it. I'm going to hurry up and publish this episode before you... S, it's SFX Rival S. So I assume the S is for steel. SFX Rival S. Yeah. You can go to Canic USA's Instagram page and you can find it. It's like their fifth one down or something. Like it's their recent post. Have it. Rival S. Is it like dash S or? Yeah. Yeah. Hyphen S. Hyphen. Uh, so there's that. No that gun could get. Re- we could review that um, if we could get it. If we could find What's some the... way to get one in our hands. Yeah. Do you know what the um, price tag is on it? Did they say what it is? I have not. I have not seen that at all. Uh, that I assume they will announce that. Shot Show. I think is is going on. Shot Show is this week. It's going on as the week that we're recording it. Uh, so I would assume okay. that they will announce kind of MSRP. They'll do a big reveal on that uh, and. And do probably the MSRP reveal and everything on it during shot show. 
Yeah, somebody in the Discord was that was one of the topics was it was there anything good coming up that we should pay attention to at Shot Show? And my answer to that is I have no clue. Yeah, I don't I don't know of anything like big that's being announced. Let's not say that there's not. I just don't know of anything big being announced. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, some reviews I didn't would be know cool. They came out with that. Hmm. Yeah, that I'd be kind of inter- I'm kind of interested to see how it goes. Um and and what the price point is, that will be the other really interesting thing cuz I mean, yeah. one of the biggest draws to the Canic is the price point of the Canic. Yeah. Hey, if somebody wants to trade one of those for a a, a Q5 all steel SF, you know, steel frame, brand new, never been shot. Oh, you got I, one? Yeah, I've got one. <laughs> yeah, I do. I would think I would you trade could get you. rid of that. I'll trade you. I might even throw in another gun. Two for one. I hey, if we're throwing out trade possible trades, I got a Sig Legion X5, like the whole like the tungsten grip module version. Oh, nice. Would you with like a, a Sig dot? Would you like a Walther? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think that Walther is one of the ugliest guns ever made. Shut up. Uh, I, I'm like, trying just. I'm trying to pedal it here. You can't. I know. I know. But my Shut personal up. opinion is one of the one of the ugliest guns ever made. So, yeah, we might be, maybe we'll do some reviews uh, in the future. Uh, I think that would be it'd be kind of cool, especially if we could do it together. We could kind of shoot it and get it, like both of our reactions to it. Uh, be kind of interesting. Right. Are you all, good all at, apart, like, on-the-spot reactions? Too. Like, are you fun to give Christmas presents to? Uh, I don't know. I don't know? I'll just have to... I mean, like, I'm not, like, wife, a... When I ask her if you can go to Puerto Rico with us? Uh, I'm not, like, a... Like, a... As far as, like, Christmas presents seems like a weird... That seems like a a weird analogy to make there as far as reviewing a gun versus Christmas presents, I'm not going to get like, just like super uh, enthusiastically excited. Hmm. But I mean, I can try. Uh, okay. We, that would be good if you it. did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We could just fake it. All the guns yeah. are going to be totally awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we're not going to be that sort of review channel. Oh, okay. Oh, that, that brings me up. I got a question. Like, do you are you on do you like spend time on YouTube at all? Way too much time on YouTube. I don't do oh, Instagram perfect. anymore, so I spend a lot of time on YouTube. Oh, you're not on Instagram at all? No. Oh. I mean I'm uh, on there. So I just haven't been on it in a long time. Yeah. Uh like so I'm curious what like your like recent searches are on YouTube. Like you don't have to like go to YouTube and like just like type on i'm just curious like what you've been searching on youtube looking at we're in the off season so there's not a lot of we're not doing a lot of training how do i look that up you well just you don't have to look it up just what is like what have you been i should be time on youtube 
weird, I don't think. Well, that's probably why I don't want you to actually look it up, because maybe it's a bunch of weird stuff that we don't really need to know oh, about. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of bodybuilding news. I follow bodybuilding news. A lot of, like, bodybuilding journalism, because they just had the Olympia. The Olympia just happened. So okay. That was big. We just had the big build-up to the Olympia, and it was, you know, big news there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just scrolling through my, my feed here to see. A lot of weightlifting stuff, like Olympic lifting, stuff that interests me. I mean, that's kind of interesting because that, like, I mean, I knew that you're into it, but, like, if you're spending, like, the extra time on YouTube and working out and stuff like that, then that's that's also kind of <coughs> kind of pretty interesting. Yeah, that, and then, you know, sprinkled in here and there, there's, like, some, uh, uh, what's it called? A lot of like guys talking about biohacking, so like Andrew Huberman, uh, you know Joe Rogan, all the guys that are real popular in the biohacking field. So explain yeah. biohacking for our audience. Biohacking would be like like cold plunges, right? It's like things okay. you do to to enhance the human experience or yeah your effectiveness at life, right? Yeah, uh, things you can do to boost testosterone or boost dopamine or, uh, you know, boost your focus or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so I have a thing on that. No, I'm glad you brought that up. So like I've been doing, I don't know when it, when I started, but like once it kind of got cold and we had a really cold, like November, December, like. I was running a mile every morning, like no matter what, like I basically just said, I made the decision that like, I don't care what the weather says. I'm going to go run a mile every morning. Uh, and sometimes it was really freaking like we had some really cold days, uh, and still, still got out and ran like negative 20 wind chills and stuff like that. And it's not the same as like, it's not the same as the cold water stuff. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to say that it is the same as that. Um, mm-hmm. but in some ways, like, I feel like there was a little bit of a similar effect. Like, so like we went, we did, we went skiing and, uh, you know, it's, it's cold. Uh, Gunnison is most years is one of, has recorded some of the lowest temperatures in the lower 48. Like it's, it's just cold there. Like that, that's little mm-hmm. Valley gets really cold. Um, but anyway, like, the cold, it was a, like the cold was just not nearly the issue that it has been in the past. Really? And it's not that it's like you don't get cold. It's just like, okay, yeah, it's just cold. Like, no big yeah. deal. Yeah. Like, yeah, my face is cold. Like there's this, the days that I let my wife ski on the days of sunny. I ski on the days where it was like snowing and not nice outside. And like everybody's got like face masks and stuff on their face. I mean, I'm wearing goggles and a helmet, but I don't have like, I was ski ski with my brother for a little bit. And he's like pulling his like face mask up to cover his whole face. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Why you got a face mask on? He's like, it's it's cold. What's wrong with you? I'm like, dude, it's not, it's just, it's just a little cold. Like, why are you so weak? Yeah. It's just a little cold. Like just deal with it. Did Uh, you have like snot icicles in your mustache? Oh, my whole mustache was, was, like solid ice, like the whole yeah. mustache. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that was good. Snotsicles. Um, yeah, because I was having that whole upper respiratory virus thing going on yeah. at the same time. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sure it was disgusting. Like, <laughs> I bet it was. Like, like whenever I was like, I was for a lot of time I was skiing by myself. So you're just getting on the lifts with just like random people, right? <laughs> you know, you get on with like like some chicks, and like you get on and like. You know, he's like, "Hey, where are you from?" Like, you're, you know, you're not trying to just be a total, total jerk. And like, they just kind of look at you like, "Right, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that is probably the grossest thing I've ever seen. Probably, probably. Uh, that's okay though. I didn't care. I'm, I'm beyond having to worry about things like that, which is good. <laughs> but like, I, like, I do think like there is, there is a lot to be said for like, in America. For the most part, I, I think most of our view, our listening audience uh, would probably fit in this category. Like, we live comfortable lives in that, like, yeah. we don't have to get in, like, the nasty weather to survive. We have, like, I'm sure there are some that do. Uh, for the most part, though, in America, we don't have to do that anymore. And so yeah. if that is your life, if that is your reality, then forcing yourself to be uncomfortable um physically like physically uncomfortable is a is a really positive thing to do um because it's not like it's not like i didn't get cold when i was doing like when i was like skiing like you you know you get on a lift and like i would i was wearing not a lot of jacket uh and yeah you get cold on the lift like you're still cold like that's still there like there was one point where i was i was literally at the point where i was like shivering but like it was kind of just like minty. I was just like, okay, yeah, you're cold, but no big deal. And it's just, it's more of like you've, ex- your mind learns that, hey, you've experienced this before and you can get, you can get through it and get past it and it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, a lot of it is real similar to just running. Like if you start, like, I'm not a runner. Um, I'm not, yeah, any sort of working out. Like I'm not like a workout person or a runner. Like I don't, I'm just not, I'm not the one on YouTube watching body video building videos. Um, but like there is this, there is this, the mental aspect of running. Like if you haven't run distances before and then you go out and you're like, Hey, can I run six miles? Can I run eight miles? Can I, you know, can I run three miles or two miles? Whatever. Yeah, if you've yeah. never done it before, like you're sitting there running and you're thinking, okay, I don't know if I'm going to have enough energy at this pace to complete it. So you're kind of real, just guess, but I can get to it. But once you've done it a bunch of times, then it's like, yeah, I'm hurting right now, but I've been hurting at this point before and I still got through it. So it's like, it's okay that I'm hurting. Like it's not the fact that I'm hurting or breathing really hard or stuff. It's like, it's not the end of the world. I know that I can get through that. Um, yeah. And I yeah. think that's, you know, there's a lot of positives to making yourself uncomfortable. And the cold water is probably the quickest, easiest way to do that. Yeah. Dude, there's there's a lot of applications for what you just said. With the I'm hurting, but I've I've been hurting this way before. Yeah. Like, yeah. That just, that applies to so many things. Like, I don't know. There's value in pain. Let's just say that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whether it's whether it's uh by uh what's the word? Whether it's whether you went into it willingly or not. Oh, yeah. As long as you came out of it, there's there's value that you gained in that pain, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and we're kind of conditioned to uh, to do everything we can to avoid pain and discomfort, right? Like we look for yeah. everything we possibly can to to avoid those things, and mm-hmm. uh, I I think I don't think we should I don't think we should do that all the time. Yeah, uh, there's oh, it's good to force yourself to do hard things. Yes. Yep. Yeah. The other night. Uh, like it wasn't okay. It wasn't running a mile in four degrees, and it wasn't jumping in cold water. Though I did post my my cold plunge the other day on Discord. <laughs> but the he did. But uh, there is, I will like if it's a really cold night. Sometimes I'll just walk out on the back porch and see how long I can stand there and be relaxed and not shiver. Right. So like yeah. just keeping the back relaxed and cause that's where like, I get really tired if it's cold outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Just like try to stand there and not like, not like shiver or seat or get really tight and see how long you can keep everything relaxed in the cold. It's challenging. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. It, the, the funny thing for me is like now, whenever I go out in the mornings to go run, uh, like I've got, I've got sweatpants on and like a sweatshirt is like all I've got. And yeah, you free balling. I, I, I mean, I have, I do have underwear on. <laughs> no, I, I, you didn't no. mention it. So I'm sorry. Like, yeah, there's, I do have that. I mean, I have socks and shoes. I'm not, I'm not running barefoot. Oh, uh, okay. Thanks. Usually like a t-shirt, a t-shirt underneath, but like I go outside and like, I don't know because like I've just got my mind just as used to it. Like I ne- I don't get cold. Like I don't even it doesn't mm-hmm. even feel cold. Like whenever I first go outside to go run, yeah. I mean unless the wind's really bad, like I don't it doesn't feel like it's cold. But the, yeah. so then you go in, then I go work out and I you know go and eat breakfast, family get them sent off and then I go back and I you know walk back outside yeah. to go back out to the shop. And it's like holy crap, it's freaking cold outside right now. Uh, like, it's it's like, I don't know. It's like my body has is like conditioned that like when I first wake up, it's like, okay, you're going to go outside and you're not going to, you're going to ignore the cold. Yeah. But then yeah. whenever I go outside later, like, like I will get like an initial reaction of like, oh, it actually is kind of cold outside. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Uh, our bodies can do really, really, they can, they can be really, really freaking tough um, mm-hmm. if we, if we let them. If we if we can tell our brain to stop being a sissy, our bodies oh, yeah. can be really tough. Oh, it's all mental, dude. Like, have you ever watched yeah. that uh, that magician dude that like sold his soul to the devil? Uh, David Blaine. <laughs> Blaine, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he could just like put the freaking rod through the side of his arm. Have you ever seen him do that? I don't know if I've seen that one. Yeah, he takes a pin. But he's done. I've seen some really strange stuff that he's done. Like an ice pick, and he just like sticks it through his bicep, just like straight through and out the other side. Right? Holy cow. Yeah. And there's like, there's no blood. It just, he just like pushes it through the skin and like pulls it out. I'm like, 
What? How's that possible? Anyway, he does some weird stuff. And then where he was like swallows the frogs. You ever seen that one? Yeah. Yeah. There's anyway, that dude does some him. crazy stuff. Really crazy yeah. stuff. Uh, but it's all stuff that he's like like if you hear him talk about it, it's stuff that he's like studied. Like it's, it's some weird dude back in the nineteen hundreds wrote a manual on this thing and and he like studied all their works and their like techniques and then did it. Or maybe it's witchcraft. Yeah, maybe it's witchcraft. You could be right. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not I, ruling it. You out. know what would be crazy? Like we should get we need to get David Blaine and David Goggins in a room together. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I feel what like that conversation look like. I, I I mean it would be insane. I feel like it would just be crazy. Uh just and let Joe Rogan interview them together. I think that'd be fun. Right. Yeah. I'd be hey. down for that. That's I'd probably watch it for sure. That'd yeah. be pretty interesting. Yeah. All right. We are to the rambling part of the podcast. Um it's actually like people like if if you guys got this far, like the best part of our podcast are almost always like the last 10 or 20 minutes of it. And it's probably the part that most people like they've turned it off by the time they, we get to here. So if you're still listening, here's a hint. If you're going to turn us off early, at least go to like the last 10 or 20 minutes and listen to that. Like skip maybe the first intro part or the middle part or something and go to that part. Cause there might yeah. be more entertaining talk. Great. Great idea. There. Giving this, this valuable tidbit an hour in. <laughs> exactly yeah i mean so like the people that are committed will get it uh and that's who i'm most concerned with i want the diehards yeah uh but yes join the discord it does take us a while and it's been it's been a few weeks uh you know the chemistry is a little off you know right it's just it's just been not feeling the chemistry yeah not it wasn't coming through real strong i didn't have enough whiskey tonight Mm. Just oh yeah, I was water. drinking uh, Penelope. Still, still milking that bottle we got in Grand Island. Is that where we? Uh, I just that one wasn't Grand Island, was it? Was it not? Wasn't that? Didn't you get that on a different trip, or was it Grand Island? No, it might have been a different trip. Yeah, because I got the screwball. <laughs> screwball. You got the screwball on Grand Island. Oh, where was that? I remember. I remember the store. It, we we got that. That was on Ozarks, wasn't it? Because we went to that. Was it Macadoodles? Wasn't that Penelope no, from Macadoodles or something like that? Macadoodles was in Nebraska, didn't? It? No, no. Swear that wasn't. Was. No, I'm pretty sure that was Ozarks. All right, whatever. Oh, God damn it doesn't matter uh, i just i did just kill my bottle that i bought that store pick that i bought in grand island yeah uh literally like a night ago yeah my local store really upped their game so i got i got quite a bit of stuff to pick from over there now so i'm excited go get a new new something i'm looking forward to uh to that yeah macadoodles is in missouri oh okay well, there you go. So, all right. Uh, join the Discord. Jeff needs some more money so that we can review some guns. 
Um, that would be cool. Maybe yeah. they won't all be. They might not all be handguns. Like maybe we'll review some. Like, like mm. we could. Re- I just got a a, a Bagara uh, bolt action twenty two. It's pretty freaking busting. Um, could do. A, yeah, maybe a we could do like a. We maybe we could pull the audience for the reviewed item. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, whatever gun they want us to review, I'm happy to yeah. look at it. You can do accuracy test with it. Uh, that sort of stuff be kind of cool. It would. We could shoot something crazy. Yeah, some friggin' Tannerite or something. Uh, you okay. got a barn we could blow up? No, and Tannerite oh. usually doesn't. Uh, I don't know of any Tannerite that activates off of handgun velocities, but I'm sure we could oh. use some propane or something. There you go. There you go. Now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> I live out in the country. It'll be all right. Sheriff Stephanie is one of my neighbors, but that's okay. No big yeah. deal. Yeah. No big deal. All right. That's all right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, send us any questions uh, that you'd like for us to talk about. Uh, if you have any guests that you want us to have on. We do need to have some more guests on. I have like a kind of a list of guests to have on. I just, we haven't done it. Uh, so we need to do that. Yeah. Um, hey, real quick. So. Uh, this is a terrible time to bring this up, but this comment <laughs> came up twice in here. <laughs> Revolver optics in L10. Do you have any comment oh. on that? Dear goodness. I, I mean, just why not? At this point, why yeah. not? Yeah, let's just do it. Not? Yeah, over optics and L ten, it won't matter. I mean, they'll get crushed anyway. So, I mean, well, no, they added they added optics to L ten, or like that's that's a proposal that they're asking about. Should we allow optics in limited ten? Which All the comment like, says is revolver optics in L ten. I don't know if that's a proposed thing or it, it was. Like, yeah, we so that do was that thing. That, no, I, I'm pretty sure that was actually was also in the proposal that should we allow some sort of revolver optics in L10 or something. I don't know. It's the clowns are running the asylum. That's all I can say at this point. The clowns. So, what are your are final comments on final comments on revolver optics in L10? Revolver optics in L10. Uh, nobody cares. Literally, there is not a single person that have asked like there might be a single person that asked for that but like for the board that's the equivalent of like a thousand people asking for it and so like Mm -hmm. well we got to do it because we got a lot of feedback on this a lot of people want this (laughs) a lot of feedback a lot of people Mm -hmm. that one person that that's all i know that's all i can say i think that's some stupid shit yeah yeah pretty much okay that's late Peace. Deuces.